1: David
2: Kaplan and Jonathan Hood. Good
0: morning, everyone! Bring them, out, bring, them out. Woo. bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out.
1: Bring them out, bring them out. 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 Oh, God. Welcome in to the Captain Jay Hood Morning Show. On ESPN 1000 and we're streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. We got Shay, we got Jay Moore, we got you for a three-hour ride on this Tuesday morning with open phone lines for you. 312-332-ESPN, three three two three seven seven six 3776 is our telephone number. Cap, I made it. I made it in. Not the driving. No, just walking into the building without the slip and fall. How about that? So no slipping Jimmy here. I was able to make it, but boy, nothing like the old penguin walk on the uh, slippery surface here in downtown Chicago. So I came out of my house this morning, as I do every
2: day, set the coffee down on the top of the car, walk in the driveway and grab the newspaper. Yes, they still make those. And all of a sudden, I'm sliding down the driveway and I'm balancing going, oh God. And I salted last night before bed, Mm -hmm. pet friendly salt in case the dogs are out there and It's a sheet of freaking ice. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. All the way to the bottom of the driveway, and I'm balancing, going, please don't go down. Please don't go down. I don't want to break my hip. And gingerly picked up the paper and did the penguin walk back up the driveway. Yes. Got to the garage. Cars warming up. Put the coffee in the cup holder. Put my water bottle in there. Laid the newspaper on the seat. And then grabbed the bag of salt and resalted the entire driveway and sidewalk up to the house at five thirty this morning.
1: Holy cow! You just kind of have to be careful
2: going out of your house. I texted all my neighbors. We have a group text. Yeah. Be very careful! It's a hockey rink out there. Hockey rink. Yeah. Oh man! So I'm glad you made it in with your Broncos jersey on. Yes,
1: yes. glad you're safe and sound. You know, I know it's not the cool walk that I normally would have, you know, yes, walking into the office, you know, but again, I know it's not cool, but, you know, you have to think about safety first. You know, if I'm just walking in, you know, waddling in just from side to side, hey, that's because I don't want to fall. Could you imagine what damage I would do to the pavement? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Not about me. What about the pavement? It would be injured and cracked. Wow. Wow. Yes. Oh, oh, how I love you. How I love you. It would have been da- down for the count. Oh man, man. I, I don't want to deal with that. So here's what we got today, cap. We have the returning Shay Norling, uh, who spent time in Detroit. He was right there to be able to witness history. Is that the game? He was right there with his dad. It was super cool, Shay. You got to tell us about this because, again, we as Bears fans don't know what that's like. It's been a while since we were able to have that kind of fervor and actually witness a playoff victory. So, give us the your insight. You were there, full house. It looked great on television. Back to back games at Ford Field in the playoffs. Uh, what, I mean, the crowd was at a fever pitch. It was amazing.
3: Well, the start is how good it looked on television because that has not always been the case. And it's something I noticed right when I walked in. That place in the past, and I know it's a newer stadium, is a dump. It it just doesn't look good. When Calvin Johnson was running all over that garbage turf they used to have in front of those ugly brown walls around the field, (laughs) that place looked terrible. And walking in on Sunday, I was... Telling my dad, I'm like, I got to tell you, top to bottom this organization, I'm impressed. Because they've changed everything to look and feel world-class when you walk into that stadium.
1: And that has never been the case. It's always felt like a dump walking in there. Especially when you lose, it's even worse. You don't mind if you feel like you're playing in a urinal as long as your team wins. Right. When, before Wrigley got renovated. Well, right. It
2: was, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but guess what? When we were winning 97 games in 2008, mm-hmm. and in the playoff, whatever, it's the charm. Same with Fenway. I went there many, many years ago with Mindy, mm-hmm. and then Brett and I went back, and it's all been renovated. doesn't matter. If my team's good, heh, whatever. So what? They got troughs, or they got this, <laughs> or they got that. Right. Concessions weren't great. And now Wrigley's state-of-the-art. They did all this, you know, a billion dollars
1: worth of renovations. Win,
2: it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it does, it does not matter. You, you go in there and you just know the amenities are not great. But it's okay, though, because your team's winning. It's your ballpark. I like how, how you put a nice spin on it, though. Yeah, your, your stadium might be old. It might be rickety. But there's a charm to it when you win. Correct. (laughs) It's a charm to Ford Field. Is it not, Shay, when you go in there? Yeah. When I was growing
3: up, my dad (laughs) used to take me to Tiger Stadium, and it would literally water be falling on your head. Like, you you, you couldn't go anywhere without that place leaking on you. It looked terrible. But they had won that World Series there. And you walk in, and it was like there was an atmosphere about being in that place that was so historic. And the new stadium never had it. But then they started winning and it didn't matter. So for the Lions, I think Ford Field, it was a similar type of thing. Not that the Silverdome was some historic place where they won a lot. It wasn't. But you build Ford Field and it's supposed to be this big, beautiful place. And instead you just house a loser.
1: Yes. I mean, it wasn't a a great place for winning in the Silverdome. But Hogan won there. Hogan beat Andre there. (laughs) He did. 93,000! Took them well, down. Hood, it was like <laughs>
3: it was like Ford Field built the most beautiful homeless shelter, and the homeless was the team. Oh, oh <laughs> wow! Because <that>, <laughs> it, it was like that's how bad they were for so long, and that's why on Sunday when I walked in there, I said, "This is totally different. This just feels." world-class
1: it's one thing to see the team being able to elevate itself to this level as they take on san francisco but what's the distinguishing characteristic that we took out of watching the detroit lions dan campbell is one because he's the face of the operation but then you got to think about the quarterback and jared goff this is not just some kid cap this is a veteran quarterback here that's in the right place at the right time with an organization that's going in the right direction and i believe it's sustainable but when we talk about all these great quarterbacks And we go back and forth about Justin Fields or Caleb Williams and who's going to be the quarterback. It seems like it's a conversation that you and I have almost every three, four years because of the vicious cycle that is the inconsistency of the Chicago Bears. But Jared Goff is someone we don't talk enough about because he's stabilizing the franchise as the quarterback. It might not be popping circumstance. It may not necessarily be fireworks when he's out there, but he gets the job done. I appreciate that. He does. He's embraced the city. I remember
2: there was an article when he first got traded. It was, uh, pack up the house in Marina Del Rey. He had a mansion. You're moving to Detroit, Michigan. What? Yeah. What? He's got a supermodel girlfriend, and they showed him walking in Detroit. Like, what happened to L.A. Mm -hmm. and my Hollywood lifestyle? He has embraced that city, and they have embraced him, and he has played his tail off. He's going to get a big contract. They're in the NFC title game. I was watching the tape yesterday of the draft room last April mm-hmm. when Brad Holmes is listening and the Tennessee Titans select offensive lineman, Northwestern, Peter Skoronsky. And he goes nuts. We got our guy. We take Jameer Gibbs, Alabama. And everyone's like, what? Taking a quarterback at 12? Yes. That kid's a monster. Again should you draft running backs that high I guess in that situation he felt was the piece that they needed to put them over the top and when he was running to the end zone the other day pretty impressive
1: hey let's go back and talk about that just just briefly because we said at the time after the draft that seems it seems like you are replicating what you already have so you ha- you're drafting a running back and you have David Montgomery so it's Gibbs and Montgomery correct we thought, you, did you really need two in that spot? You paid through the nose to get David Montgomery, who, again, you watch him as a Bears fan, you go, he gave all he did. He, he gave all he could with the Chicago Bears. I respect David Montgomery. When we were terrible, Montgomery ran the football like it was his last. With a, with a ruthless aggression. He tried, Cap. He did. You could see it on the film. You could watch the game. He tried to give you that first down. He tried to give you tough yards. And I'm happy for him that he's with Detroit and doing what he's doing. But we said at the time, Montgomery gives. What are the Lions doing? Here come the Lions again. There's no need to give, get twice. And guess what? It's working out well for Detroit.
2: Oh, man. They yeah. get thunder and lightning there. Goff is playing well. Amon Ross, St. Brown, beast. Fourth round pick, by the way. Jamison Williams. Is got speed on the outside. Sam Laporta. They just signed Zach Ertz yesterday. He requested his release from Arizona in November, and he's been waiting to ring chase. He said, I'm going to figure out somebody in the playoffs that needs a tight end. Bam. Here you go, Detroit. (laughs) He's the winner of Brock Wright's elbow injury. Right. Mm -hmm. Brock Wright gets hurt. The backup tight end. Okay. We got Laporta dealing with a bulky knee. Yeah. Uh, Take him. And Detroit,
1: Detroit says, uh, we don't have any more room on the salary cap for you, but we can pay you in crypto. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> that's Odell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. He, he's still waiting for his check, by the way. They're paying him in GameStop stock. <laughs> he, he's still going to get paid, by the way, from that.
2: Okay, so here, here's my takeaway. All the teams that are left, you just they got the quarterback right. Yes. They got it right. Yes. Now, whether that's Justin or Caleb Williams or you, just All I care about is get it right, because Patrick Mahomes rolled into Buffalo, said, I'll take all your smoke. Oh, haven't done it on the road, huh? Take this and take that. Bam. And they had a party going up in the skybox, and Jason Kelsey's there without his shirt on, and he's climbing out of the skybox and lifting little kids up to see Taylor Swift. They were having a good old time. But in the end, 15. 1-5. I got it. Yep. Threw a pass to Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Give him credit. He caught the football because he didn't have great hands. That pass was a dime. That was a hell of a catch. Mm -hmm. When they had to come through, that SOB comes
1: through. I want one of those. Yeah. And you also want to have a secret weapon that's going to help number 15.
0: And then Nagy's game plan, like I said, was so deep um, on the offensive side and there was plenty of stuff even left over. And we said we were going to empty the, the chart uh, today and run everything. We didn't run out of anything. So um, it, it was a great job by him.
1: How about that? Take that, Chicago. It's a nice pat on the head. We, we know it was you, Andy. It's fine. What he's complimenting Nagy on is the coffee order and the donuts that he was able to get. That's what he meant. He emptied, the, he emptied everything out as far as the food order. That's what that was, Cap. <laughs> don't take the cheese. He the, don't, don't believe that Nagy had anything to do with that. The Denny's menu. Yeah, it was fine. The, the coffee was fine. I believe it's Timmy Hoes up there. I believe it's Timmy Horton's in Buffalo it, that comes from Toronto. I, I think will, that's what it I was. I will tell
2: you this. If he gets another bite at the apple or Andy retires and Nagy wins multiple Super Bowls, people here will puke.
1: No, yeah, there's no question. No, they won't puke. They'll just look down. To the bottom of the standings, that's where Kansas City will be with Nagy at the helm. Can you
3: imagine Matt Nagy head coaching?
1: Oh, sure. City. I can also see them at the oh. bottom. Absolutely. That's yeah. when they redo everything. Absolutely. But, Woody,
3: the thing that grosses me out about it is it might not matter. Patrick
1: Mahomes is so good. Yeah, he is. And, and but, that, but that's what every team in the league strives for. Every team in the league outside of Kansas City would want to have the best. We wondered what the NFL would look like post-Tom Brady. Who would be able to take over the mantle as the must-see quarterback, the productive quarterback, the guy that with uh, time running down when the, line sh- the, the uh, lights shine brightest, who's going to be able to win a ball game? That's Mahomes. We wondered that post-Michael Jordan. Who's going to be able to who's well, LeBron? And others that was able to uh, take that mantle from Michael to be able to say, that's must see. He's polarizing. Let's see. And so things, same thing with Patrick Mahomes. The, you know, keep in mind with the Bears cap, the best that we've seen is the best linebacker. The best linebacker in the league. Like Brian Urlacher. Yeah. Or, or like Dick Terry, Butkus. Dick
2: Butkus. Sure. Best running back.
1: Best running back. Walter Payton. Correct. That's who we are.
2: Best defensive line. Middle, Middle of the road, big 10. Camp. Dent.
1: Yeah. Well, that's who we are. But we have to change that narrative, though. Why not be the best on your defensive line? Why not have the best linebackers? Why not have um, the best secondary? And why not have the best quarterback? And that's the hope, if you're a Bears fan, that you could be able to get there because we haven't been there ever, ever in our lifetime to be the best at that position. But otherwise, we've been good at running back and linebacker and defensive line. That's great to win a Big Ten championship. But how about a Super Bowl? Right. How about that? You know, I'm so tired of
2: the, you have a narrative, all of you over there. You only want Justin out of here. No. No. I've said it a billion times. I don't care if one of the callers who's out of their mind saying Justin's better than Josh Allen wants to be the quarterback. If he leads us to the Super Bowl, I'll cheer my tail off for him. I will. All I want is the Bears to win. Ryan Poles will make that decision. He'll consult his experts, Waldron and Eberflus and Ian Cunningham and whoever else. And in the end, he's going to be the guy that looks in the mirror that day and go, all right, I'm taking the quarterback at USC. All right, I'm sticking with just whoever it is. Just win. There's no narratives. It's the stupidest conversation I listen to on a daily basis. You guys just don't want to. That's not true. Never, ever felt that way. Through a party the night they drafted him. Just win. I want one of those guys. Did you hear Mahomes the other day? You guys said I couldn't win on the road? Guess what? You asked for it, you got it. Yeah. It was awesome. Awesome. He does not get trucked by the moment. He does not. Oh, the Bills Mafia is out there. I'm going to send Kelsey's brother out. He'll soften you up. Yes. Have a few cocktails. I'm coming to do my job.
1: Yes, and don't forget Andy Reid. Mm. Explain it again with those nuggies. <laughs> so don't forget. <laughs> don't, don't forget. It's so about Andy Reid as well. <laughs> Think about you talked about Patrick Mahomes. Think about the Elite Eight that we saw over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Glorious football. The quarterback position. It's Lamar Jackson. Yep. Lamar Jackson. The feeling like, oh, Lamar Jackson, just a position player, wide receiver, special teams, never will. Uh, Materialize into a quarterback. He's actually the real deal. He's actually being able to throw the ball down the field. He can run with the football. He's been a fantastic quarterback. Two time MVP. He's on his way. Yeah, he's just, Justin's as good as he is. If he just didn't have Luke Getze, that's what the
2: narrative is in town. <laughs> oh, stop.
1: The other side of it is Houston uh, with CJ Stroud. Again, out of nowhere, an anomaly because it's like, wait, this guy, you drop him on the team and all of a sudden they're able to get to the playoffs. Well, you know, Houston's ahead of the game. They, I mean, that's luck, that's skill, and that's ability. All in one time, Cap. Houston able to get to the playoffs with C.J. Stroud as a young quarterback. Another young quarterback is Jordan Love. You get, give him credit, man. Yep. Look at look at you go into the belly of the beast in Dallas, and you beat the Cowboys. Everybody's like, I can't believe they beat the Cowboys. What's happening with the Cowboys? No, give Jordan Love credit. It's our nightmare as Bears fans that you get the seamless transition from Favre to Rodgers to Jordan Love. Then from there with San Francisco and Brock Purdy, hey, you work. The system works when he needs to make a play. Twelve plays, sixty-nine yards at the end, touchdown. They win the game. Yep, it may not be aesthetically pleasing, but they they found a way to win. They found a way. The other quarterback is Baker Mayfield. Again, even in losing effort, that guy is able to change the narrative. You talk about narratives around here. He changed the narrative. He didn't have one progressive commercial throughout this whole season. Not one. (laughs) Not one. You would think that that's when you want to put him on a commercial, right? When he was getting co- he was getting commercials when he, when his teams weren't very good. He'll be back. If anyone deserved to be on a progressive commercial, is that guy. He played well. The defense let down for Tampa at the end.
3: They're going to have him living in the ship at the end of the stadium in Raymond James. <laughs> it's progressive, ensure you're home, and he's living in the broken ship. That'd be funny.
1: Where have you been all year? Where have you been? Uh, and so we talked about Jared Goff and gave him his flowers. We talk about Patrick Mahomes. And then there's Josh Allen. Polarizing Josh Allen, where 50% of the people think that he's, there's a ceiling on his success, and others think that the world is his oyster at some point in time. Ultimately, these Elite Eight we're talking about, this is where we want the Bears to be, to be able to be in that mix, to be able to find that quarterback and an offense that can hum. You and I grew up in an era, Cap, in which it was about just running the football. You could put anybody back there, anybody in the quarterback room. Hey, man, just hand it off to this running back. That's your job. If you throw the football, don't throw it any more than five to seven yards. This is not a a forward passing lead. You run the football. We grew up with that. Could you imagine the young people today trying to watch football the way we watched it, where everything was three yards in a cloud of dust? It wasn't on the quarterback. Correct. It was on the running back.
2: Remember Woody Hayes, what he said? When you throw the football, three things can happen and two of them are bad. (laughs) We're going to run the ball. Right. Right. Incomplete, intercepted, or caught. Yes, two of those three are bad. We run three yards and clot of us. Yes,
1: everything was about ball control, taking time off the clock, meticulously. Take your time. Just run the football. Just fourteen
2: run, to nine.
1: Just yeah, run, that was where the scores. Just run the uh, just run the GD running back into the line a million times. That's not, the way it was. Not going to work now. And and now you and then it's also about a strong defense. My point is is that there was a time where it was just about running backs, tight ends, wide receivers way down the depth chart as far as them getting production, and a strong defense. 2024, everything's about the quarterback. Everything's about the scheme and the quarterback. You and I talked a month ago about great college quarterbacks that you and I saw. I mean, a million yards. They get to the NFL. Yeah, we want you to check it down. Hey, I'm Timmy Chang. I threw for a million yards. What do you mean? At Hawaii. Nope. Nope, check it down, Timmy. Check it down, okay? And then he was a bust. Because there was a time in this league where it's my way or the highway, not what you could do, what we run. It's different now. And sure. that's why the quarterback, that's why we talk about it so often, is because the quarterback matters, Cap.
2: So what we've learned is, it's, that is all this offseason is about. Sure, there'll be other moves made, obviously. All that matters is figuring out the quarterback if it's Justin let's go put the best support system in get as much talent as you can please get your offensive line to a better level and fix it once and for all to protect him if it's not Justin can we all come together or if Shea comes out and goes they've traded Justin Fields does the city burn down people will freak out freak no question how about just saying I'm a Bears fan man Whatever they choose to do, I'm
1: in. In. Whatever it is. No, oh, but there's no. Hey cap but there are Justin Fields fans and Bears fans. You can hear this on a daily basis. There's but, a difference, but, right? You, you can, can hear it. God, God, I was listening to Waddle and Sylvie yesterday, and I'm like, those guys are.
2: They felt. I felt like I was listening to gladiators having to take all these. They're holding this the. Uh, Shield up. Yeah. And the arrows are coming at him. Because all they're doing is having a very sensible, really good discussion about... They had Greg Olson on. Greg was great. Yep. He made a case. It's awfully hard to not take the rookie quarterback. Awfully hard. He Mm -hmm. said what it does with your salaries, what you can do with other things. I mean, I feel like if those guys give any kind of opinion whatsoever... The crazy people come out. Mm-hmm. So if they trade this guy, are you jumping off this, the bandwagon then? No. Are you Not you. No People I, out there.
1: No, I know what you're saying.
2: Are they out? Are you done? If they trade him, are you done? Or is this all about whatever Paul says, I'm going to roll with him. He's my GM. That's what I'm doing. If he says, hey, I looked at everything, I'm keeping Justin. Great that give him the best chance to win. Whatever that takes. New left tackle, new right guard, whatever it is. Another receiver, more help in the coaching room, whatever you tell me, make it work. Yeah. But if you tell me you're drafting a quarterback and you're trading him, can we all come together or that's impossible?
1: No chance. Okay, let cap let's pull the curtain back. Before we take our calls at 312-332-3776. Let's pull the curtain back. Mm-hmm. You and I are baseball fans. And you and I cannot wait for spring training. Right. I mean, you more than me, obviously. Right. I <laughs> think it's pretty obvious that you're looking forward to it more than me. But I still love baseball. Mm-hmm. You love baseball as well. Yep. But there's, no, there's not a topic that is more interesting on a daily basis than looking at the NFL playoffs and equating that to the Chicago Bears. Yep. I do it all the time. So do I. I do it all the time. It's, you can't look at Tampa, Detroit, even though I was so into that game and the crowd and knowing that Shea was there with his dad, which is really cool. But I can't help but to think when I'm watching the Packer game, when the Packers lost to San Francisco or Detroit defeat, defeated uh, Tampa, I can't help but to think about what if the big two words in entertainment, what if the Bears were in that position and how can the Bears get in that position? I can't help but to think about it. But, Cap, as much as you and I love baseball and love basketball, college and pro, there's nothing more interesting than what the Bears could be doing at this point in time. Because every time you see a headline in the NFL, every time that you see a playoff game, you think Chicago Bears. And you think of what could be and the big what if. Will the Bears draft a quarterback? And will that quarterback start? the 2024 season? Will Justin Fields return armed with a whole bunch of talent around him? And by the way, when we talk about the talent around him, whether Caleb Williams or Justin Fields is the quarterback, they have to do the same thing. You know, we talk about the number one pick. What about the number nine pick? What's that going to be? Best on the board could be a wide receiver, could be an offensive lineman. Best on the board could be Someone for your defense, that three technique that you're looking for? Yep. Now, we, we, I know we're hyper-focused on one, but what about the rest of the draft? This is not like it's like one and then, okay, seventh round. No, all these picks matter. This whole era matters. So when we get people that call us or text us and say, Cap, you and Hood talking about the Bears again? Cap, you guys are talking about Justin again? Can't do it. What well, should we talk about the third base position with the Cubs? Should we, should we do that? Should we talk about the, the 24th and 25th man on the, on the White Sox as they slowly try to build their team? Nothing's more interesting at this point in time than the NFL playoffs. Correct. How they're able to build their teams and how the Bears, the team that galvanizes the city, can be able to get their blank straight. And we only have three games left. AFC, I NFC know. title,
2: I and think. the Super Bowl. Right. That's it.
1: I, I'm, I'm fascinated in how those teams are able to get to where they are right now. And, just try, and then I try to determine how far away the Bears are from those teams. Just think about in the north itself, Cap, with the Lions and the Packers. Packers fans are pissed. They, they, may, they may not sell it to you. They may not tell you that they're pissed. They're pissed. I know enough of them because they say, well, we're in the playoffs, but we, you know, when, when are we going to get to the Super Bowl again? Hey, man, I'd rather be where the Packers are than where the Bears are as far as at least getting in the mix in the playoffs. I'd rather be the Lions than the Bears because the Lions, I feel like that they, this is sustainable. It's not just a one-off. And the Bears, well, here we are. Here we stand, 7-10, and 10, lights out at Soldier Field. Right. Our guy Travis upstairs is going
2: to get the equipment. I told you I called him. What are you doing? I'm at Soldier Field getting all the gear for the broadcast booth. Oh. He said, we're done. Season's over. Wow. Lions, Packers, no Bears. Oh,
1: my. That's the thing that sucks. Sucks. And if, you, if you're a diehard Bears fan, you see the other two teams. You're in the basement, okay? And you have the other two teams that are in the playoffs with pretty good runs. Lions definitely with a good run. So how far are the Bears from that? If it comes down to the quarterback, you're, you're, you're not close yet. Correct. This offseason, you might be closer, but you're not close yet. But the delusion from some fans, not all. Yeah. But some. There
2: were people picking 10 wins a year ago. We went 3 and 14. They were picking 10, 11 wins this year. They went 7 and 10. When they first hired Eberflus and Poles. I remember saying 25, maybe you can start thinking about the playoffs. What? Yep. We could get there next year. No, not so much. It takes a while to build a team and then have guys get the seasoning to be able to perform on this stage like we're watching now. No, we're not there yet.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not you and I are not on some moral high ground or on our high horse about our predictions because we all go through delusional optimism with our teams. Right. Because, you know why? Because of one word, Hope. Hope. That guy's Cal- hope. That's
2: hope. Hmm. We get the Seminaga guy. Maybe the Cubs can get to the playoffs and make something happen
1: this year. Oh, <laughs> well, I think you will, actually. Huh, <laughs> I think you no, will at least make it. I don't know about make something <laughs> no, I mean, happen. I mean, you'll be you'll be in there cuz I, I have to stick with my prediction though. I'm not I can't change that. You said 24. I said 24 you get a turn. That so so that will happen. But, but we're delusional optimists to our core. Mm-hmm. It all depends on what level it is. I mean, if if you're a Bears fan and you say Justin's just fine. Everything's fine. Well, that's just a lie. You're lying to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because, again, the Elite Eight that we saw in the playoffs tells you all you need to know about what it's supposed to look like. Correct. But when you say that everything's fine, they just need to change coaching, that's just delusional optimism. You don't really. You just hope that the Bears can get there. There's
2: no one in the Final Eight that would trade their quarterback for ours.
1: Absolutely not. That's a number of players, And don't say
2: Brock Purdy because... We had people around the Niners said we wouldn't have ever drafted Justin with 32 first-round picks. No. That's not their kind of guy.
1: It's okay to be able to have that optimism. We all have it as fans. What I'm saying is is that at some point you have to look in the mirror and be able to say, I'm a Bears fan. This isn't good enough. And by the way, that's not running down your favorite players. doesn't mean that you got go to go you know, to your garbage can and throw your jerseys away, Skip Bayless. You don't have to do that. No one's asking you to do that. That was or, the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Well, it, it's dumb because he doesn't have just the normal garbage can like everybody else. He had to sit there and wait for it to open the mechanical <laughs> garbage can. Hand in front of He him. had to keep waving his hand and just throwing his. <laughs> and then, of course, he gets his, his girlfriend, his living girlfriend. Hey, hey, hey! Take it out of the garbage can for me. After, after the taping, Ernestine. Yeah, they're married yeah, now. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he's got to take it out of the garbage can after. So uh, we're not asking you to throw your, your, your jersey away. We just want you to look at it for what it is. If you think 7-10 and 10 is good enough, good for you. But, you, I, but you're not going to tell us how to fan. We know what it, when it looks like when it's great, when, it's, when teams are playing well, when the quarterback is getting it right. You, you can't tell us that 7-10 is good enough. If, maybe it is for you, but not for us. We expect more. Were they a quarterback from 10 and 7? Who?
3: The
2: Bears. A quarterback from 10 and 7. Oh, they were not. Well, I mean,
3: is it no.
1: Patrick Mahomes? No, I mean, no. Well, if, I, it's,
3: I, if it's Patrick Mahomes, you might be a quarterback from like
2: 13 wins. No, I, <laughs> no. guy just can do anything.
1: Answer Shay's question. The answer is no.
2: Yeah, I don't believe they are.
1: No, because you still need more. Does a quarterback matter? Yes. Weapons matter too. Yeah, the Bears don't have the infrastructure to just throw anyone out there like the Patriots did in their prime. Just like, get this mechanic from the corner. All right, Tom, go ahead. I don't have a real number one receiver. Doesn't matter. The system's a system. Go. Go ahead. All right, I'll win a Super Bowl with an accountant.
3: Right. Well, that, that that 2006 year when it was Rasheed Caldwell and Ben Watson and they went to the AFC title game. That's the Chiefs this year. Yeah. They, welcome. They're the new Patriots because the, the Chiefs with Rasheed Rice on a rookie year and a bunch of nobodies. Yeah. Justin Watson and whoever. Travis Kelsey dropping passes all season until Buffalo. Yep. They're in the AFC title
1: game. Got that? I respect that more than anything else because Cap, you were winning more with less. You don't need five or six Hall of Famers on your offense of line or your wide receivers or tight ends to win. The system works because the quarterback's great. Correct. And that's what we want from the Bears. That's it. That's all, all I want, whoever it is. So let's open the phone line, Shay 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Has the divisional round proven quarterback is all that matters in the NFL? What's the next most important thing for the Chicago Bears? We talked about the quarterback at nauseum. But is the from looking at these playoffs... It's, quarterback. it's the only thing that matters, right? And then outside of quarterback, what's next for the Bears? Cap'n Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10.
0: Here's today's Headline with Captain Jay Hood.
1: 7 a.m. hour brought to you
0: by
2: the Comet Energy Efficiency Program. Bulls lost last night, 115-113 to Phoenix. They blew a 23-point lead in the third quarter. Kobe White led the scoring for Chicago with 26. Not enough to overcome... 43 from Kevin Durant. He hit the game winner with 1.6 left. Bulls fall to 21-24. Two nights off before they get the Lakers Thursday night in Los Angeles. Blackhawks shut out again and a 2-0 loss to the Canucks. They're 14-31-2 and two on the season. They've lost their 17th consecutive road game. Hawks and Kraken in Seattle on TNT tomorrow night. The NBA honored the 18-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's 81-point game last night. The two new franchise scoring records were set. Carl Anthony Towns scored 62 in a Timberwolves loss to Charlotte, 128-125. After the game, his coach said he and his teammates disrespected the game. Joel Embiid scored 70 for the T-Wolves, in a, excuse me, for the Sixers in a win over the Spurs. Jay Moore. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
1: Oh, indeed, it is so icy in Chicago. Make sure that you watch your step. Black ice everywhere said black ice everywhere. As we talk to you here on Captain Jay Hood it, on ESPN I could have hosted a
2: hockey game in my driveway today.
1: Yes. Brutal.
2: Yes. Brutal. So be careful out there, please.
1: 312-332-ESPN 332-3776 our phone number. Cap and I are talking to you about the quarterback position, not just with the Bears, but just about the NFL. Has the divisional round proven quarterback is all that matters? And also, still to come, we're, we've been talking also about what's important for the Bears. We know that The number one pick is polarizing, whether you trade it, whether you keep it, you're able to get a quarterback out of it. But then there's other picks, too, also in this first round. And we got to figure out, like, what else do the Bears need? There's still holes on this roster. Even though there was improvement in the win total, there still needs to be improvement on this roster. There still needs to be some work done on both sides of the football. And We're talking to you about it here on Cap and J. Hood. To the phone lines we go here, don't forget we got shot or no shot coming up at 8 o'clock. Highland, Indiana, Chicago, and Paul's on ESPN 1000. Paul, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys.
2: I got a two-part question real quick. One part is now that they've got the OC and everything that we've been hearing from former players and, and um, personalities like you guys, does this automatically give Eberflus two years since it takes two years to develop a quarterback? One. Two. At the 10 o'clock hour, I listened down the dial because I don't like Mike Greenberg, and they were making such a big deal yesterday that all three polls, Eberflus, and now Waldron, shared Trace Armstrong as an agent, and I don't understand why they were trying to make that a big deal.: okay. I'll
1: hang up and listen. Well, here's, a, here's the thing, Paul. Okay. If you have a problem yeah. If you have a, a question for, for down the dial, talk to them about it. Don't talk to us about it. Well, Appreciate the telephone call. If, I mean, he has an issue with them. Call them, right? But I think the topic is
2: somewhat relevant mm-hmm. because Trace is one of the biggest name agents in the sport. Mm-hmm. He gets tons of coaches. He gets some really interesting people to have. Shane Waldron—that's a, a feather that sh- he wants Shane, which tells you what he thinks of Shane because he doesn't take everyone that asks him. Uh, to have Eberflus, to have Polls, to have them all aligned, is not to me, is not a big deal. It is not. In the end, if Ryan has to fire his head coach, he's going to do it no matter who his agent is or not. Trace is a great agent. Former Bear from the University of Florida. Waddle and he were teammates. All of it. I do not think it is a major deal. I do not.
1: 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Arlington Heights, here's Andrew on ESPN 1000. Andrew, good morning.
0: Good morning. How you guys doing, man?
1: We're well, thank you. We're slipping, though.
0: Yeah, me too. Hey, <laughs> so I just had a, quick, I had a quick question. Well, a couple quick questions for you guys. One, yes. I feel like everyone's trying to be the Chiefs and find their Patrick Mahomes when there's just one Patrick Mahomes. And I feel like a better chance for the Bears, at least, is to build their... Team through the offensive line, trade back from that pick and get Joe Alder, one of the tackles from Penn State, and then really focus on getting the line of scrimmage down. Because in our division, Detroit has a good offensive line, Packers have a good offensive line. So Vikings' offensive line is okay, but I would say our offensive line is probably the worst pass blocking wise. We run block okay, but we don't pass that particularly well. That could be the design of Luke Getty's amazing offense, or it could be the guys just don't have talent. I kind of think it's a little bit of the latter. I don't think Braxton Jones is a NFL-level left tackle. I don't think he's strong enough. I've seen him get one arm bull rush a lot, mm-hmm. and I don't think you need your left tackle getting one arm bull rush. So me personally, I would think the offensive line would be the first priority and maybe quarterback second. I would just get your take on that.
1: That, that means that Justin would stay for you, right, Drew?
0: Well, just for a year, because in my head, this is just my thinking also. If I trade back with, let's say, New England, I think New England will still be bad next year even if they had Caleb Williams. Mm-hmm. So the chances of me getting – I like Deion's kid, Chador, to be honest with you. I think like he's used to playing in the spotlight with a lot of eyes and the around him. He's, I feel like he would be ready for this city. You could get him three five years on a – Discounted rate, and you could build a super team for him in front before he gets here. That's what I would do. I would have a. Well, a
2: how, who are you himself. getting on a discounted rate?
0: Shador Sanders. How are you getting him on
2: a discounted
0: rate? Well, I could trade up. I mean, if I, New England's is going to be bad, even if New England has Caleb Williams, are they really going to be good? Like, be honest with yourself. Right? Are they New England right now? Add Caleb Williams. How many games are they winning?
1: You still got to pay him, though. I don't right. It, 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 but where are
2: you you're getting you're banking that. New England's pick next year gets you Shadur Sanders.
0: It'll be high enough that I could combine it with our pick to trade up to get Shadur Sanders,
2: yes. So you're we don't know if Shadur Sanders is good enough. Maybe he is. So you're willing to give up multiple Do you
0: know Caleb no- Williams is good enough?
2: Again, that, my job is not to evaluate quarterbacks. I give you my opinion. That's Ryan Pohl's job. But the people that get paid to do this believe he is the best they've watched.
0: Well, I would bank on them saying he's the best they've watched. I would I would have them oversell the farm and build my team through the offensive line because you can have a generational quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, but if the team around him isn't that good, what are you going to win? So, let me ask you, you a question. Have a generational quarterback like Andrew Luck. Okay, if the and what team isn't what around what, him, what are you going to win?
2: What are you going to say if next year the team that gets Caleb Williams is standing in the playoffs in the divisional round, and he is the offensive rookie of the year, and you're like, oh my God, we could have had that guy.
0: Well, then I'll probably be fired looking for a job on Indeed, you know, if I if that happens. But there you the, go. The likelihood, the likelihood of me, see, that's why you got to strategically do it. If you trade him to New England, what's the chances of him being good in the AFC East with a team that historically doesn't draft wide receivers well or builds offense well.
1: Well, I mean, again, when it comes to trades, it takes two to tango. Correct. I mean, it sounds good on paper, but again, would New England do that? You don't know that. We have no idea. Yeah, so, I mean, sounds good, Andrew, but again, it's one thing to say, I have this to offer, but if New England's not willing to bite, then what do you do then? Correct. Correct. So there's always different options there. Andrew, we appreciate your telephone call. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Uh, if you're on hold, you will be on the air. Shout or no, shout at 8 o'clock. All part of the mix on the Cap and J-Hood Morning Show.
2: Hey Cap and J-Hood, are back. We are back, baby. We are back. We are back. Classic. On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago.
1: Captain Jay Hood, weekday morning, 7 to 10 on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button for YouTube as well. YouTube.com. Look for the ESPN Chicago channel. Watch the shows and all the content that's available for you on YouTube on the ESPN Chicago page. 312-332-3776 is our phone. We've been talking to you about just the needs for the Chicago Bears Um, outside of quarterback, what else are you trying to address if you're Ryan Poles? Because they have a number nine pick as well uh, in this draft. And we talked about the importance of the quarterback. The playoffs tell you all you need to know about offense, how good offense are. You can have a strong defense, Cap. You can have the best scheme, the best coaches, but you've got to be able to get the ball in the end zone. It's an offensive league. As much as we love defense and all the other intangibles around the NFL, quarterback matters.
2: Yeah, but in the end, you've got to have that guy at the end, game on the line that you trust that can deliver. Look, Mahomes may go down as the greatest ever. I'm not expecting to get the greatest ever, but I am saying we got to be better. Whether that's Justin or someone else,
1: it's got to be better. Donald is in uptown on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000. Donald, good morning.
4: Hey, Cap. and Donald. Good morning. Good morning, sir. Hey, I have two two things I want to say. The first one is. Keyshawn Johnson, Cap, Mm -hmm. I feel the exact same way. Now, he's paid to the judge talent, and he knows that particular talent. He's from USC, and he's in the locker room with that kid. So he knows that kid. And he told you Justin is the best. He told you about the saving the money and all that. That's the one question. But the second one is, this is why it seems like crazy come out, Cap. When you say this. Jay, did you hear what Bill Polian said about the Ravens quarterback? He was too short and should play wide receiver? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Okay. Cap, when I heard Cap say that I let it go when he said the Denver quarterback, trade Jason, and bring back the Denver quarterback, that was just funny. But I was a little insulted. I felt the wait, same thing. Wait, wait, wait. What did I say? You said bring the Denver quarterback. I forgot his name. You say he had a good year. Uh, bring him to the Bears. Russell Wilson.
2: No, I yeah. asked the question. I Somebody called in about wanting to get a veteran quarterback like Kirk Cousins. I said, okay, what do you want, Russell Wilson? No, I don't want Russell Wilson here. He's not well-liked in the room.
4: Okay, okay, fine. But the, the question I wanted to ask you about, when you said the Bears should use
2: Justin Fields...
4: Like the New Orleans Saints use their quarterback. Again, I asked that question.
2: I didn't say they should. I said, could they use him like that? And Tom Thayer, who's the voice of the Bears, said, I'm not saying he's Taysom Hill, but I'd like to see him used in a multitude of ways. Tom Thayer said that as well.
4: Okay, I'm just saying. That's why it sounds to us like Bill Polian to us. And that's why it sounds crazy.
1: Yeah, I, all, I, I just Well, I Don, saying, well Donald, let me just say this. I, I disagree with I like that as well. You, go ahead. Go ahead, Donald.
4: I, I, I am just saying I just want you guys to know it's not personal because, Cap, you you have your opinion, and I'm a Justin guy, Pose is a that, guy, and so is Keisha. But when you say things like that, that's kind of touchy. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So we're good,
2: we're, but let me ask you a question. Why is it touchy? I don't understand Okay. Justin is the fourth-best quarterback, by statistic, right now in a four-team division. That's not good but enough. That's not, what Jeff, that's not what Keyshawn told you. Keyshawn I, it doesn't matter. Keyshawn's not running the team. He's not the be-all, end-all. I love Key. He's not the be-all, end-all. Put the stats up and watch the tape, Donald. Right now, he's the fourth best quarterback in the division. Golf's better. Love's better. Cousins is better. Just look at the stats.
4: That's not the question. The question was, when Bill Polian said the man was too short and should be wide receiver, he was making a implying
1: something. You know where I'm going. Well, Don- hey, hey, Donald, can we just say this? Let me just, for number one, I disagreed okay. with the Taysom Hill thought because Justin Fields okay. is, a, is a quarterback. He's Got not it. a punt returner. He's not, I don't think that you yeah. can use him as a Swiss Army knife. Secondly, you need to stop dancing around it and just say it. I, mean, no, I, I mean, just No, just say it. I did. No, I just did. When Bill Paulian said this man was too short
4: and needs to build a wide receiver, and I don't think that'll count. I know Cal's not like that, but he said that. Cal's not like Bill Polian when he said that. I know that because I listened to him. But he said that, and that's why people are coming at you sideways. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
2: I, I don't really know how to respond to that. I asked the question, could he be used that way if you brought another quarterback in here? And my response was, he would never accept that. He would demand to be a starter somewhere else,
1: period. When, what he's not saying to you is that he feels like you're a, a Polian-like in undermining a black quarterback. That's what a he's trying to, that's what he's saying. But, but he, he won't, won't say but, it. But he won't say it, though. He'd, and, ra- he'd rather dance around it in Uptown than just t- telling you, you, you know, your analysis of Justin reminds him of Bill Polian. And that's not true. Correct. It's correct. not true at all.
2: And, by the way, Caleb Williams is a black quarterback as well. A brother. Correct. Joe is Russell Wilson. Correct. <laughs> the brother. Yes. I mean, it's just, the, the whole, this really? whole argument has gotten so toxic in this city. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't like Justin, you guys have an agenda over there. No, we actually don't. We carry the games here. All we want is them to win. Everything's better. Yeah. Advertisers are happier. Partners, in terms of everyone we deal with, everything, everyone's happier. Mm-hmm. We make more money when they win. Yeah. That's correct. Hey, you guys want to do a playoff show? We'll bring you out this bo- Yeah. Yeah. What are you paying? Oh, well, in.
1: Yes. No, they're not in the playoffs. So, sorry, Donald. A shot or no shot And two minutes on Cap and J-Hood.